0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to the paperweight entertainment podcast your home for all things marvel dc star wars and so much more join derek trent and ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery so grab some snacks and settle in because paperweight entertainment starts now hey everybody welcome back to the paperweight entertainment podcast this is your host derek Hoskins. I know you might have been confused whether it was going to be me or Trent this time. Since the last time you heard this podcast on our Black Widow uh, review, I kind of crapped out halfway through. I was sleepy. I was a sleepy, sleepy boy. And Trent took <laughs> over and very deftly host. That's the second time I've used the word deftly tonight. Speaking of Trent, with me as always is Mr. Trent Persinger. Trent, try not to steal my job today. I'm going to give you no opportunity. How are you doing? Nope.
1: No promises. No promises, Derek.
0: I want a promise. I want a peaky <laughs> promise. All I'm right. good. I'm good. I'm glad you're good. I'm glad you're good. you host thief. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> and also, joining also, also joining us, also joining us and giggling at the nonsense spewing out of my mouth is Mr. Ian Torrance. Ian, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. It looked like you were crying there for a second. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm. I'm like I said. I you know. Oh, is that, what that, that is? Anybody that's listened to the, our past podcasts, I record in my garage because it's the only quiet room in my entire house full of children. And, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty warm, pretty warm today. A lot of, so a lot there. of humidity, a lot of humidity and, uh, about a thousand houseflies just buzzing in front of the camera, looking like they're, uh, demons or parademons. I think Ian, Ian referred to as <laughs> earlier. That is
2: what I called them. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, I did. So we're going to try and get past it. Hopefully none of them fly directly into my mouth as I'm trying to speak, because tonight we're going to talk about Loki, the season finale of Loki episode six. I am excited to, to discuss this. I have not heard Ian or Trent's uh, reactions to this at all. So we're going into this cold. I don't know how they liked it or if they didn't like it, like some of the random well, people
2: online. You're not going into it cold because you're smoldering out there.
0: But you know, Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But before we get into that, ian Aww. you had something else to say yeah
2: so you know how normally you say that you're like oh it's getting like some negative feedback and i'll always say where are you getting this from i actually saw some this time um it wasn't a lot it was just a few right but the few people that were complaining like obviously i had to click on the link to see what these jackasses had to say and it was just high levels of jackassery it was just complaining about nonsense and i'm just like I, I will be the first to admit that sometimes I I overanalyze and pick things apart, but they were just being way too tedious on this shit. And it was just, just, it's just, can't you just sit back and enjoy it? Like the rest of us, like the stuff that they were nitpicking and I'm sure you probably read the st- same stuff Derek, Cause you're usually more up to date on than I am. It was just like, I, I just wanted to scream just like, shut the fuck up
0: <laughs> yeah a lot of it was just a lot of cynicism i mean I'll, I'll never begrudge anybody their uh, their point of view
2: their their point of view and their opinion but at the same time it's like come on it's now wrong. Like, you're 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 wrong you're dead wrong no um you there's a difference between stating your opinion and having facts to back up some of your opinion you know and again it's an opinion so it doesn't have to be 100% factual obviously i know this but it to me is like doing a re- a review on something you bought online, and the product being good, but you giving it one star out of ten, uh, for a dumb reason, as you know, as as people do. So right. like, th- you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. It's either you like it or you don't. It can't be like, well, I enjoyed it. I give it an eight out of ten. It's just like you're going to give it a one out of ten over like, oh, you know, Loki's shade of green in this. I, I didn't really care for. I'm going to give it a one. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Chill the hell out.
0: Yeah, I actually there were some criticisms that I actually agreed with and I understood where they were coming from, but a lot of it was just cynicism um, that I just I just have come to expect when it comes to Marvel. People want to be cynical and they want to be frustrated about something. Uh we weren't gonna talk about this but this is a fun topic to discuss. Trent, did you see any negative reviews for Loki going before we uh hopped on here to record?
1: I personally have not seen any. No. Um I could maybe sort of probably take a decent guess of where they would be coming from, but that doesn't mean I would agree with it.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll talk more about that after the break when we actually get into our Loki breakdown because we do have some things to talk about, not as much Uh, This week, there wasn't a whole lot of news, but something that I'm very excited about happened yesterday and the the full trailer for Titans season three dropped and it was without question. Amazing. I absolutely loved it. I cannot wait to see this trailer. Now, again, we've talked about it before, Trenton and haven't seen the first two seasons of Titans. I'm going to make them watch it at some point because we're going to cover Titans on this show, whether they like it or not. So deal with it suckers you'll like the show they're good it's it's a good show and i don't know that you even have to watch the both first season first and second season to watch this but either way trailer i absolutely loved it i love where they're going with the red hood i love uh i love some of the new costumes we got to see we're going to get introduced to barbara gordon we're going to introduce to tim drake we actually saw a quick clip of him in uh in the trailer everything with brenton thwaites as as dick grayson he's been great in the first two seasons i can't wait to see him uh, see him just continue to be the character that he's grown into, uh, and really come into the Nightwing character because you know, spoiler for the second season, he didn't become Nightwing until the last episode of oh. season two. And I'm excited for him to move into that character more because he was really on a on a great trajectory at the end of season two. So uh Trent, I'll go ahead and head to you. Without seeing the first two seasons, where is your interest level with season three of Titans after seeing this trailer?
1: Uh I would say pretty moderate, pretty, you know, above average. Um it, it definitely looked cool. It looked uh it looked very uh, Batman heavy, which mm-hmm. is there's nothing wrong with that. Um I don't know a lot of I know the characters are from Titans or at least most of them, but I don't know a lot of the like lore or the stories that go along with them. Uh is like is Bruce Wayne supposed to be like a bad guy in this universe or I No. Really get- No, he's just
0: uh, the the one clip that we see of him. uh, It's just I think this is a grief filled Bruce. The the idea is just that he was really, really, really rough on the Robins as they were young. And so like the first season deals a lot with Dick being upset with with Bruce uh, for how he was raised and feeling like he kind of, you know, it's it's pretty common in the comments for Batman to be emotionally distant and a little tougher on Robin than he should be and so they Bruce kind of lean man. into that. In, in season 2, where you actually you don't see Bruce at all in season 1. Season 2, you get to get to actually spend some time with him and uh, I actually really like I really like the character that they that they put forward in in, in the show. So he's not a a, ba- a bad guy. I think he's just with what happens to uh, Jason in the season, I think he's going to be dealing with probably some of his failures as a father figure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. But yeah, no, it looked interesting. I I'll probably have to check it out.
0: You will have to check it out. You're going to hold me down and I'm going to hold you down. (laughs) I'm going to hold you down to force you. All right. uh, Ian, what about you?
2: Yeah. 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 I'm interested in in seeing it, but at the same time, it's not like I know this is going to sound weird because I'm a DC and I'm a Batman and and Robin and and Nightwing and all that, all that shit kind of guy, but it's just like i don't know what it is about it i'm just not like oh man i really gotta see this and i should be because of the reasons i named it plus like you who is excited about this show should get me excited because usually you and i have the same opinion on things minus green lantern movie but that's because (laughs) of your biased opinion and i get that but like usually we are we are like on the same like mindset when it comes to stuff like that and our knowledge of the characters and stuff um and i i don't have a good excuse as to why i'm not like oh man i gotta run out and watch this but yeah the the new trailer it it had me gripped at one particular part and that was uh anytime like the red hood was kind of mentioned or or, uh, or kind of like uh t- talked that little bit of time but didn't seem like it lasted very long and there was a lot of other random stuff going on and like with bruce and everything it was very busy and to me that's fine but like watching a trailer for a show i've never watched to get excited for a show that i need to get excited for is this new stuff is is bruce mentioned in the other episodes is bruce always this old in in the show is this take place (laughs) like like a batman beyond type thing he's
0: so old He, he is i remember when he got cast in season two and i was really surprised it's uh it's not Ian. Ian Glenn, I think is how you pronounce his first name. Yeah, he's it's an not, awesome actor. He's a great actor. He actually he is was... a really good Bruce Wayne, but he is a lot older. He, they uh, they surprisingly went with an older actor, but he, he, so he, he, he does He doesn't well. come
2: on until season two then.
0: Right. You see like a glimpse of Batman in season one, like at the and end he's of season mentioned one.
2: Probably a few oh, times yeah. He ta- he's note. talked
0: about a lot because you're, okay, you're gotcha. dealing with Robin throughout, and but he actually is in a few episodes in season two. And uh, I, I think part of the problem, and one of the reasons why a lot of people aren't as excited about the show as I think they should be, is because of where it debuted. You know it debuted on the uh, the DC Unlimited app, which I subscribed to. It was a great app you know when they when it was going on, but not a lot of people subscribed to it. so not a lot of people got to see the first two seasons. And also it was a lower budget show because it was on a smaller app. And so I think that what they're doing with this trailer and with this marketing campaign, is trying to show you a lot from the entire series, trying to get you excited in any way. Showing every character that they've got on there. You know, you saw Barbara Gordon, you saw Superboy, Beast Boy, uh, Starfire, a little bit of Starfire's sister, who's going to be a, a villain in this in this season as well, and uh, just a lot, a lot from it. They they were trying to cram into this one trailer, I think, in order to try and pull more people in that didn't see the first two seasons. So for anybody out there listening, if you didn't watch the first two seasons of Titans. I'm going to strongly suggest that you give it a shot. Season one, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Season one's a bit of a chore to get through. <laughs> there are some, There's some filler episodes. They really focus on individual characters throughout to, to, to build up the team, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it kind of makes it a plotting season. By the end of season one, it's really good. Like the last three episodes are great. And then season two, I, I, I loved every episode of. I didn't think there was a filler episode in it. So I would really recommend going back and checking it out. And then now that it's on HBO you know, the budget's going to be bigger, you know, that they're going to have a little bit more of a push behind it. I think it's going to be exciting. So moving on away from Titans, on to some breaking news from just today coming straight from our content curator, Mr. Ian Torrance, who every week complains that he doesn't know what he does here. By (laughs) God, he did his job today. According to Deadline, Antonio Banderas is going to be starring... In the new Indiana Jones movie Uh, I've got a quote here from Deadline It says, Antonia Banderas is Harrison Ford's Newest co-star in the anticipated Next installment in the Indiana Jones Franchise, the Oscar nominated Banderas has closed a deal To join the film to star alongside Ford, who returns as our favorite Archaeologist and an all-star ensemble That includes Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Mads Mikkelsen Boyd Holbrook and Chanette Renee Wilson Boy, I butchered that name, I apologize For Banderas, the film marks another major franchise for the international star. So we've got Antonio Banderas joining the cast already after filming has begun and uh, in a mysterious role. They haven't announced what he's going to be. We don't know if we're going to be looking at. Actually,
2: uh, I I do have an insight on that. I I read
0: something about five minutes
2: ago when we were on here. I know what he's I know what he's doing. Um, They just revealed it. Uh, Antonio Banderas is actually going to be the whip in uh in the movie he's uh, Harrison Ford's whip you know it's kind of like who framed Roger Rabbit the singing sword that's right that's gonna be Antonio Banderas's this the picture
1: whip. of Harrison Ford just whipping him around by his ankle now and just and then I just going, hear Antonio Banderas saying
2: terrible Antonio Banderas yeah that was really bad
0: that that was that was unfortunate. Hey, Antonio and you're better. listening just before like every other uh, Antonio, A-list.
2: Before we jumped on there I did actually uh, I said that I believe if Harrison Ford is not good to go that he's going to take over as Indiana Jones.
1: <laughs> Which we would be hilarious him, to see. We talked about him being his shoulder since they can't wait yeah. for Harrison to heal <laughs> yeah. they just like cast him to superimpose Antonio's arm on the Harrison Ford's body. <laughs>
0: I, just, was, I can just imagine the behind the scenes on that. <laughs> just Harrison Ford running around with one arm in a sling. They're just, just going to paint green, that out. And Antonio's yeah, green, uh, arm put in.
2: I think he would make a great fill in as uh, as Indiana Jones, you know, just like, oh listen, pal. <laughs> Pointing put, that finger
0: directly in somebody's face. Well, it belongs uh, in that museum. Well, Ian, what do you think? Uh, that was really good, Trent. Well done.
1: Sorry, we're, We teeter into Nacho Libre every time and then we just, it, it goes off the rails from there.
2: We my face? Oh, oh my good God. God. All right, I'm
0: going to yeah, try, get us, try really get us back on track. Try and get us back on track, Ian. Before we go, before we go way down that rabbit hole, Ian, are you? Uh, do you have any thoughts on who he may actually be playing?
2: No, because you, we know so little about this. Um, I know, there's a good chance he's probably not going to be a Nazi, but you know That's who's cool. to say? Who's to say? <laughs> um, I I don't know. Like I said, we know so so little about it, and and I I was telling you guys earlier, I thought it was very weird that production has started and then all of a sudden, uh, um. Harrison Banderas, uh, I'm sorry, Harrison Ford <laughs> gets heard and they're like, Oh wow, all right, we're gonna have to stop production for a few months. Um, hey Antonio Banderas, what are you doing? <laughs> you, <laughs> free? <laughs> you free you <laughs> free? Jeez. Oh, sorry, that was not so libre again. <laughs> um it does make you wonder. They're two separate people, Ian. You know that. I know. I know. I'm sorry. However, it it does uh it does make your mind wonder, like what the hell is going on here? Like, is there a re is there a rewrite coming? Is are they changing right. the script at all? Or
1: I think it could be a. They've already said it's a secret role. Uh, I think it could be like a um not a cameo, but like kind of like I don't want to say kind of like the night at the end of the third movie you know what i mean i'm right. not saying like that small of a role but like a, a role that's tied to the plot which we don't know anything about either but like you know indian jones always has to go find something and there's always some sort of lore or whatever surrounding it so i could see him being involved in whatever quest and Indiana- <laughs> i know that's pretty generic he's going to be involved in <laughs> indies quest in some way but you know what i mean something that like that would be spoilery about what what the story is actually about you know what i mean like a small role at the end kind of thing that's yeah. my
0: guess. Yeah, <laughs> and Sorry apparently I bored ears. you to
1: tears with my theories No, 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 no. I was I was trying to look <laughs> you to sleep up real
0: quick. I apologize.
2: He's he's, he's batting the parademons out of his eyes.
1: Hey, <laughs> speaking of you, jokers, I'm gonna throw a curveball at Derek right now. and I'm gonna seize oh the hosting God. reins for one second. You were talking about trailers earlier, and I sent you guys a freaking treasure of a trailer the other day and didn't get a single reaction i sent That's you a free right. guy we trailer talk about that. with deadpool and Korg doing a trailer reaction and it was gold greatest... i laughed my ass off and you guys didn't say a damn thing I about apologize. it in our text
0: I, I talked to ian i saw ian that night and we discussed it he hadn't gotten it to watch was it hilarious yet. i was watching the it at work, trying the to stifle my ever...
1: laughter
2: the whole time
0: one of the greatest <laughs> things the internet has ever offered us was Korg and and deadpool talking oh about God, free God, guy. It was so funny And it's kind of
2: okay. So I still have not watched that. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Oh my. Well, it's unofficially kind of Deadpool's uh, introduction entry into the MCU. Kind of his,
0: his, uh, Korg's description of how to get into a Marvel movie or an MCU movie was it it had me in tears. I was laughing so hard. (laughs) Just have a dream, Trent.
1: (laughs) I, uh, not to ruin all the funny parts for Ian, but I especially like the part where he just was like, you have your own Disney Plus show, don't you? fuckface? face. <laughs> About losses at that part.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So if you watch it, Ian. If anybody hasn't checked it out, Ian, go and check out uh, Deadpool and Korg reacting to the Free Guy trailer, which by the way is the most brilliant way of getting free guy back into people's minds without putting out a new trailer.
2: Now by Deadpool, you are referring to Clint Eastwood in the Deadpool, correct? Correct. Okay. Absolutely. That's <laughs> Thanks exactly for having me on it your show,
1: Paul. Sorry you did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry,
1: I'm going we're gonna ruin all the funny bits for Ian. Go watch it, Ian. Just
0: That's kidding. all right. Now all I right, am gonna I'll see you guys see, later. I'm to since, since we're since we're throwing curveballs, I, I didn't bring this up. Uh, the the Emmy announcements just happened, the nominations, and WandaVision got a whopping 23 Emmy nominations. Yeah. And I think that or I'm sorry, not 23. I believe let me look at it. I think I I, I run. I'm the wrong sorry, one. not 23. It was two or three. 28 sorry. total. I apologize.
1: <laughs> no, that's Falcon and Winter Soldier. They got like two or three.
0: Yeah. Eh. 28 total. 23 nominations for Wandavision. And 28 total between Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I think that's pretty impressive, personally, it's for a little impressive. for a little Marvel show, especially their first one that they brought out. That they, they got that many nominations, including Best Limited Series. Uh, I believe best act or best director, but be- all, all kinds of bests. I didn't look at the list completely because there were so many of them. The thing I wanted to get to with this is that Falcon the Winter Soldier did get a couple of nominations. One of them, which being best guest star, and the guest star that they gave the nomination to is Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don I, Cheadle's I, roadie was in that. maybe a minute. I think it was a hundred seconds is what they said. A minute, like a minute and a half. Was it? I was going to say was it was even that long? In the first Don, episode.
1: Don Cheadle even came out and tweeted like, I don't get it either, but, but whatever. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, the reason I want to bring it up is because I, I've seen a lot of people online. Again, I use that term a lot, but there have been a lot of people online, online um, complaining about the fact that Carl Lum- Lumby, I think is how you pronounce his last name, didn't get the nomination that Don Cheadle got. For best guest star. And for anybody that's upset about that and that thinks somehow Don Cheadle stole something from him, those are two very separate things. Don Cheadle was actually a guest star. He was in one episode, and Carl Lumby was yeah. in Lord multiple.
1: <laughs> he was a supporting actor. He was he a was supporting far actor. from a guest star.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was a supporting actor. Now, should he have been nominated? Absolutely. He was amazing. I think, they I think all that, should have that been. was a I think that was an Emmy performance from him. He was excellent.
1: And uh, and he- Wyatt Russell yeah Wyatt Russell
0: should have gotten it as well but I just wanted to mention the fact that Marvel Studios and their first two shows got 28 Emmy nominations and I think that's amazing I'm very excited well done Marvel hopefully they get some more uh, some more next year because they're going to have so many shows coming in the next couple of years now moving on from that we have one more story to talk about now this is going to potentially have some spoilers in it for Loki uh episode six so if you have not seen it go ahead and turn this off pause us go watch it come back and listen we are still going to have our our break and come back with a full recap and review of the show but there may be some some spoilers in this in this segment so fair warning right now if you haven't seen it you may get spoiled just a tiny little bit we'll try and be as non-spoilery as possible in this but uh this is your warning that there are possible spoilers coming so According to the Hollywood Reporter, Loki is going to be in Doctor Strange 2, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Now, they have announced officially that Loki is getting a season two. So we found out at the end of the last episode, at the very end, that Loki will be back in season two. But now, according to the Hollywood Reporter, now again, I'm going to say this, that this is not a confirmed report by Marvel. I'm going to read it for you and then we can discuss uh, on the Hollywood Reporter, they said without getting into spoilers, the Loki finale set the stage for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Hiddleston's Loki character is also expected to appear in the next Doctor Strange. Marvel has yet to confirm whether or not that's happening, but according to the Hollywood Reporter, he's set to 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 be in Doctor Strange too. So I want to ask you guys uh, what the likelihood that that is true, and how excited or you know does that increase your excitement for dr strange any um ian you always have to go last you go buddy you answer first (laughs) you weren't even listening
2: no i am it's just like i i gotta say it without spoiling
0: just just as much as you can like i said i gave a spoiler warning just try not to be overtly spoilerish like you can talk about what happens at the very very end maybe just trying not to give away the entire episode
2: well let me just say this i'll i'll word it like this doing Due to the events that happened on the season, now that we know season finale, not series, season finale of Loki, uh, I am excited of the news of of him. Did they did they confirm Loki or did they confirmed Loki and Sylvie? It was just Loki, wasn't it? Just just Loki. Okay, so I I am definitely excited after what happened of him being in in that, but I'm also. Um, very, 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 very excited about it, but I'm interested in how they're going to do that. Since there's going to be a season two of Loki, if uh, if season two is going to kick off, like where where this this leaves off, like from the movie, how big of a role he's going to play. I'm I'm so excited about it because each time Loki is involved in something, I get like more and more excited about it. I lo- I'm loving the character more and more, and I was never a big fan of him from the comics. Not that I know a lot about uh, comic book Loki, but. I am loving him more and more each thing, each thing that he does. And I've said this several times. I absolutely adore this show. I think this show is so great. And um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to see
0: where they go with this. Trent, what about you? You excited to possibly more than likely at this point, see Loki and Dr. Strange too.
1: Well, first of all, I am and have been extremely excited for the Dr. Strange sequel for a long time now. (sighs) So that, Will never change. Uh, yeah. Was your question? Do I think Loki that it's actually true that he'll be in it? Uh, yeah, at this point, it makes sense. Depending, you know, at going by how uh, the season ended, I don't see how he couldn't couldn't be involved in some way. Uh, you know, it seems like there's a lot of people that's going to be in the sequel, though. So I hope it still, you know, focuses on my boy Doctor Strange, even though all these other people are tagging along with him. We've got Wanda and Loki now, and I think they're like introducing America Chavez, aren't they? And so now can I
0: ask you this? Spider-Man
1: with- may or may not. You never know. I think Spider-Man.
0: America Chavez is getting introduced in She-Hulk.
1: Are you sure? I guess swore she was. Or wait, is She-Hulk coming out before Doctor <laughs> Strange?
0: I believe so. She-Hulk's filming Ooh. now.
1: I didn't know that. Well, so think she's right getting there.
0: introduced there. Are
2: you, Trent, because of all this but information, she is in it, you just said, are you now... Um, are you a little worried that it's going to be overshadowed by too many characters, like like a Spider-Man not, 3 type thing? Or
1: I'm not worried because it's Marvel and they haven't let me down yet. I do feel the farther we go along into these movies and these phases, it's going to be impossible to have sequels that focus just on the one character. You know what I mean? Because there's too many characters and too many storylines at this point, and they're all going to cross over. You know, what I mean, like we're not going to get just like a straight up Iron Man 2 where it's just only about Iron Man 2. Like, you know, what I mean, like in Captain America, Civil War was basically like another Avengers movie. Um,
0: I'm going to disagree with you on that one, Trent. I think Shang-Chi is very much going to be a, a, solo, a solo. Well, movie. yeah, him.
1: But I'm talking about like sequels for the bigger characters moving forward, I guess. An intro movie like him. Yeah, I think they do need to focus on yeah. them and build them up a little bit. But, like, Spider-Man is obviously going to have Doctor Strange in it. Who knows who else? Uh, Doctor Strange is going to have everyone in his movies. Thor is going to have the Guardians in it. You know what I mean? Like There's going to be right. that crossover. And I'm fine with that because it, it lets us check in on these characters without having to necessarily wait for the next, you know, WandaVision or the next Guardians or the next whatever. So I'm cool with it. I just, you know, I hope that there's still awesome sequels that do the, the character whose movie it is. I hope it does their story justice and stuff, which again, I'm sure it will. Marvel has not led me astray yet.
0: Yeah. I I think that that's a, uh, I I think that that's an astute concern. I I actually do think that that could be a problem with Dr. Strange too, because we already know that there are quite a few characters that are going to be going to, going to be in there. Now these could be cameos. These could be something like, excuse me. I apologize. (laughs) It could be something like, you know, into the spider verse where they, they, that was very much miles morales's movie right but they were able to bring in all of these other characters so hopefully it's like that with dr strange where they're really able to uh to to get all of these characters into one movie and i still feel like dr strange's movie
1: yeah
0: agreed so that's a that's a good point so here's hoping fingers crossed now with all that out of the way we are going to take a quick break listen to a word from our sponsor and when we come back we are going to talk major spoilers on the season finale and all of season one of Loki. So we will see you guys in just a minute. Hey everybody. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that, uh, that spot from our sponsor, please, please go and check out anchor. It makes everything very easy. If, if the three uh, dopiest people on the planet can pull this off and so can you, but, like i said before we uh started is it us it is Is us us? it's all about us yeah we're talking about us there you go like i said before we went to our break we are going to go full spoilers into all of season six of loki we're going to talk about this last episode talk about our thoughts of the season in general so if you have not seen the show i don't want to hear you complaining about it although if you have seen the show and you'd like to tell us your thoughts Shoot us an email at paperweightent at yahoo.com. Then we want to hear you complain about we it. We want to hear you complain about it if you've seen it. I don't want to hear you complaining that we spoiled it for you because this is your spoiler warning. Spoiler in three, two, one. It was Kang. It was Kang. Uh,
2: now, kind Not of on a second.
0: It was Kang. Now, it was a version of Kang that was very similar to a mortise, which is what I said it was going to be.
1: Kang was involved. That's what, was involved. that's all we Jonathan wanted. The
0: majors was there. It is a variant of Kang. It is a version of Kang of Nathaniel. Richards. What was your,
1: what was your reactions when that elevator
0: opened? And oh, yeah, when that and elevator opened there. up, I legitimately threw my hands in the air and went,
1: ha! Yep. it's Kang!" They just, gave us what we wanted. I, just, for once. Um,
0: I was so excited. I couldn't believe that they did it. I, uh, you know, I really wanted it to be Kang of some some form, any version that. It, of course, in this, he wasn't called Kang; he was called He Who Remains, which is actually a character in the comics. That's and the, they never the even person. said the name. Kang. Yeah, well, the the He Who Remains is a comic book reference. It it it's the character right. that well, started and, the TVA.
2: And I don't know if you remember, but at one point he said, "I've been referred to as many names." Right. He brought uh, up
0: conqueror, and conqueror, jerk. jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. Uh, I have to say, what does she
2: call me out there? He who remains. He who like remains.
0: That. Yeah. What I I absolutely love Jonathan Majors. I cannot wait. I love this kind of quirky weird guy that's been alone for millennia that's just kind of he, he knows yeah, he everything was that's gonna happen. And I, I loved his performance in this, and I cannot wait because he had a couple of little bits where he was a little bit menacing, where he was where he was serious for a moment, and it gave me a yeah. glimpse of kind of what we're gonna see when he actually becomes Kang later on. I'm so excited that that this guy is playing Kang because I hadn't seen him before. I know that he just got nominated for Lovecraft Country for uh, best actor. He was actor, great in that, by the which way, which I've heard is amazing. I will watch that at some point because I, I love H.P. Lovecraft and I I really need to watch it. But well, I, don't I,
1: get don't get excited for Lovecrafty and stuff. But it is a it's a it's a Good show, but he's great in it. I know we're not gonna, I know we're talking Loki, not Lovecraft Country, but it was, yeah, well,
0: it's one season and done. They canceled it, so but
1: it was worth a watch. It, it was definitely, it really, worth he like, was excellent. With,
0: with all the high praises it was getting, yeah, they, they canceled thought. it, which is crazy. Yeah. But like, like Trent said, we're talking Loki. I, I absolutely <laughs> loved him in this. I, I thought this was, I, I thought that they stuck the landing of this episode. I know that people, um, going into it were a little concerned because there were a couple of episodes that people didn't like in this season. And I absolutely think that they stuck the landing. I was so happy it wasn't another Loki variant because I was really concerned it was going to be. And uh, and I, I loved everything about it. I only have a couple of nitpicky problems that I had with it. Uh, two, two to be specific. One, I wish we could have gotten a little bit more with Owen Wilson burning down the TVA. Although I know that... They were going his, in a different
1: His burning down the TVA was immediately getting his ass kicked. I know.
0: Shoved to the ground. Yeah. I, was, like, come I on, was a Alex. little disappointed in that. I kind of wanted to see a little more with him. But what they set up at the end of the episode, where we're going to have to see him and Loki like bond all over again, we're going to have to see We're going to get a new version of Mobius. In, in the next season. I'm really excited about that. But I would have liked to have seen just a little bit long, more of him. I think this episode could have been about 10 minutes longer and given us a little more of what was going on at the TVA. Because also we had that weird bit with Ravona, where uh, B-15 went back and found her right before she got pruned and uh, that was just kind of thrown in. So I, uh, I'm excited to see if they go anywhere with that. But overall, I really love this episode. Oh, the other critique that I had was that I was disappointed that they didn't name Jonathan Majors character I understand why they went with the he who remains but uh, one of the biggest concerns that I've seen from people online that have been writing in and, and doing reviews is that people are confused by this episode they don't know what's going on if you're not a comic book reader you don't know who Jonathan Majors is you don't know who Kang is even though they explained what happened a lot without giving him a name I think I that they say
1: better- he- he talked for like thirty minutes. He did, and, he and it was an exposition. exposition.
0: It was an exposition dump that was needed, but I think without giving him the name, it just kind of people were a little confused with who this guy actually was. Yeah. what's all...
2: wrong with that? Though, what's wrong with being a little bit confused and, and learning a new character? Like, obviously, we we knew that it, there was the possibility it was Kang, and when he came on, like we we are so familiar with the character. Like, obviously, we knew who it was. But if you're not familiar with with Kang or you didn't hear like all these rumors it could be Kang and then he comes on and people are like oh who's that what have you been doing this whole time
1: well also do you think people who stuck around for the end of Avengers knew who the big purple guy was like no but
0: here but here's the difference between that the Avengers had the bad guy of Loki they had all that Thanos was a complete it was it wasn't the the it wasn't the culmination of Avengers seeing Thanos like, Loki was the villain they were fighting. In or, or in this, in Loki, their entire thing has been getting to find out who the, the the man behind the curtain with the TVA is. And even though they found him, in this sense, because this was the wrapping up of an entire season, by not giving him a name and and letting people that don't know anything about the comics know who this character is, by even dropping the name Kang at any point, I think that that may have been a bit of a mistake. Now, I, I didn't care because... I know exactly who it was. I, I sat there and got excited. I was like, oh my God, they referenced the Council of Kings. They referenced the 31st century. This is Nathaniel Richards. This is, you know, this is this is amazing. I loved every second of it. This character is a mortise. They mixed a mortis with he who remains and it's a great story, but I can understand people being confused by it. So I was a little, I, 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 will, I will go along with that critique. That didn't change the episode for me any, but I can see why people would be confused.
2: Here, here's why it shouldn't matter. Because if you're Loki and you're Sylvie, which obviously you two are not, I wish you were, but um, mm-hmm. if you're Loki and you're Sylvie and you go in, you're talking to this guy and he's rambling like Trent's after like 30 minutes. And what's what's happening is, in my opinion, is if you don't know who it is at the end of the episode, again, we're full of spoilers. So get the fuck out if you're, if you're not in this. Uh, at the end of the episode, when Loki's trying to explain to uh, Mobius, we met someone we found out who it is we made a terrible mistake he's absolutely terrifying right okay so loki doesn't know his name the only thing he knows is he knew his every move it was our everything was already written i mean it's just it's so it was so well written and so well done for me Mm -hmm. even though i knew who it was even if i didn't I would be intrigued because now, if you watch Loki and you don't know who it is going forward, I feel like that should make you more excited. Like, oh, I have to watch more. I have to find out who this guy is. And again, like He Who Remains, what a good name because he's technically like, if you want to get down to it, that's not Kang. You know what I mean? It is, right? But but like you said, it's Nathaniel Richards. It's
0: it's not Kang as we know.
2: It's 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 one version of many. And he even says, which makes this even more terrifying. If you kill me, a much, much worse version of me will replace me. So think before you do this. And right. then he doesn't even attempt to get out of it.
0: You know why? Hang on. I, I want to get back to that in just a second. I want to get Trent's take on, on on people's confusion and whether or not story-wise, because I agree with what you're saying, Ian, that I absolutely agree. And like I said, I had no problem with it. I wasn't confused at, at any point. I was just saying I can kind of see how people were confused. Um, I,
2: I could see people being confused, but like I said, I don't think that necessarily has to be a negative thing. You could chalk that up to – excitement as as to i need to figure out who this guy is i need to learn more it becomes um, intrigue, can, can, intrigue yeah and and then and then like there's whispers like oh well he's going to be an ant-man and a wasp and he's probably gonna you know there's a good chance he could show up in the dr strange movie well maybe we if i watch these movies i haven't seen the rest but maybe if i watch these i'll uh i'll know more about it and i'll learn more about the character and and again trent i'm sorry i'm gonna let you talk here in a second but <laughs> um it kind of goes back to our conversation with uh ethan from 15 minutes of marvel ethan for those of you who didn't listen to that ethan didn't watch any right shame on you um especially a certain someone uh but Ethan admits that well, it was Captain Marvel that got him into the, to the Marvel movies, which was mm-hmm. a much later movie. So watching that made him be like, oh my God, this is such an interesting character. And I love the story so much. I need to go back and watch all these. So maybe the he who remains will do that uh, for everybody else. But I don't know, man. I, I, like I said, unless you're living under a rock like Patrick Starfish, I don't see how you didn't know who that was because it's 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 been in every single... <coughs>
0: fanboys um it's been in every article theories yeah everything everything every every review has brought it up and i will go with you about the thanos reveal at the end of avengers where the the statue in the tva is on the level of thanos turning around and smiling that was a good quick yeah because it was clearly the same character but clearly different than the one we've seen showing that that was the variant yeah and, 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 and,
2: and you gotta think like and, and and I feel like even that statue tells you so much about the character coming because the the he who remains the, there was the statues, but they were very, very mysterious. You, you couldn't really see faces, you couldn't tell who it was. And this statue is straight up the actual face of this man who is who's coming, who's going to be an iteration of Kang standing at attention you, with, yeah, with a and, stern and, face. And yeah, with a stern face. So A, you know he's not hiding b you got to wonder like does does everybody in the TVA like d- do they know what's going on like th- this guy is not hiding and it, i honestly i would use the word uh probably egotistical at this point
0: right trent go ahead buddy what do, what do you think about the the reveal <laughs> and another thing, no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the reveal and and people's confusion overall at uh, he who remains
1: i love the reveal i thought that whole whatever it was, five or ten minutes leading up to it, where they were just slowly creeping into the castle, and it was just really, really tense. I was like, "Just get to it already!" Show and the who jump it scare is. With Ms. Open the
0: door. <laughs> hey, y'all. Yeah, oh was... my god! Did anybody else jump when Miss Minutes popped up on the screen? Whoa, I, did, I, I mean, it wasn't a little. giant conjuring because, scare, but um, it, it was a quick jolt.
2: That's because I was having trouble sleeping and it was 3 a.m. rolled around and I was like,
0: you know what? I'm going to watch Loki. It should That's be funny. I app. randomly woke up at 4 a.m. and watched it. Go ahead, Trent. Sorry, we got you off. She's <laughs> just like a vampire.
2: Just rising up. <laughs> Loki. Um,
1: I love the reveal. I, uh, you know, as far as people being confused, here's how I kind of interpret that. Um, we knew it was King or some form of King anyone who is you know likes marvel comics knows i feel like that is for them and for everyone else i'm not saying like screw everyone else but i'm saying the story was still told and the confusion yeah it's probably confusion but who who could have been there other than loki that wouldn't have been confusing for someone and right. we all didn't want loki you know what i mean like think of it this way loki is not it's not a self it's not a limited series it's not a self-contained story it was rumored to have multiple seasons it was confirmed to have a second season at the end you think about a lot of tv shows a lot of them introduce new characters and new storylines as in the season finale to make a cliffhanger which is what this show did we're not supposed to necessarily know now we know because we follow the source material or we're a little more knowledgeable about source material but if you're watching just a random show They do it all the time. They'll introduce a new character you've never seen before, a new storyline, and leave it dangling for the next. And I mean, that's all this is. So confusion is natural for a show that has more to tell. Like, the story does not end here, whether they continue it with Loki season two or well before that, which is probably more likely. Um, So yeah, as far as the confusion, I feel like that's a good thing, you know? And then anything else that you do pick up from it, the stuff that you know is just even more of a treat for the people that are are bigger fans. So
0: that's my take on it. So I, I agree with you. So moving on away from that for just a second, I, I had a thought while we were talking here. Ian was talking about you know Kang possibly showing up in Doctor Strange 2, if we're gonna see Loki in there. And I, I got to thinking about how Thanos was peppered into movies. And if if the way that I'm perceiving this, that Kang is going to be the villain of phase four, wrapping up with the Fantastic Four versus Kang, because if they remain with true to the comics, Kang is an ans- or not an ancestor, he's a descendant of Reed Richards. And so that could be a really fun way of getting the fantastic four in, in a big, bad way and having them be the ones that can stop Kang. But point being, if we're going to be seeing Kang peppered in, into, into different movies going forward, one of the complaints about the Eternals trailer is that they've never stepped out of the shadows. They've never made themselves clear until now. And everybody was putting out the memes like, Oh, Thanos didn't bring them around. You know, all these world ending events weren't the ones that were going to bring them up. Could this event, could this multiverse happening, could the emergence of Kang be what brings the Eternals out of hiding?
1: I think it's a much bigger deal than Thanos.
0: Yeah, I agree. Ian, what about you? Do you think this could possibly be, you know, the emergence of a, of a multiverse being the the thing that draws the Eternals out of hiding to make them actually have to uh, to step in and try and help?
2: Yeah, but I, I don't know much about the Eternals, so I don't, I don't, I don't know, either. I, I don't know. I don't know if why they haven't stepped in the first place so without actually watching eternals or doing some research on it knowing as to why they're just like you know i don't have a dog in this fight i'm not i'm not getting involved um but i see what you're saying for the sake of the story why are we getting it in eternals movie what are they going to be doing could this be it i see what i see that you're trying to bridge the gap there and I, I honestly don't know what they're doing with the Eternals. Mm-hmm. However, because I, I don't know how I don't know how powerful these
0: these beings
2: are. I would imagine they're they're
0: pretty badass, right? Yeah, think of them like uh, okay, they they were base. They're basically the new gods from DC.
2: Okay, well because then, yeah, Jack Kirby I would say created you would...
0: them after creating. I, I believe he came back to Marvel after creating the okay. new gods and created the Eternals for Marvel.
2: Then I would almost say, yeah, you'd have to bring these guys out for, for somebody like Kang because he is, um, he's formidable, he, he is formidable, he is the one that remains. He is, uh, he's a scary guy. Um, he was a very, very interesting, and I mean that by all he did was just he sat there and he talked. I
0: hung on every single word that he that's, said in this that's episode. That's the
2: point, that's exactly my point. And I, I, I want to go watch it again.
0: Yeah, and I've watched it wanna, a couple of times. Just, and...
2: I just want to analyze every single thing he says because at first, when he first popped up, he was not at all what I was expecting.
0: Yeah, I he thought was kind of goofy, goofy and like childlike almost. He was a little almost. too
2: goofy, a little too quirky. But then when they got in the room and he sat down and he started talking, I was listening. Yeah. Now, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, so I'm not saying I'm retaining, but I am definitely listening. And then I fell asleep and I woke up and I was just like, did I watch an episode of Loki? I don't even, I don't even know what room I'm in right now. Uh, Cause I had to work um, at like 10 a.m. the next day. So I, I didn't get much sleep, but actually, he was, uh, he was very interesting. Gotcha. Did you wake me up at three o'clock? In the morning? I, yeah, that, I, tell
1: me? that was me. Um, no, I was going to say, I actually, uh, I actually believed Loki in that. I, th- I, I did not, he was menacing, but I do not think that he was, the villainous, the villainous villain that we were supposed to take him as in that moment, because like Derek said, he was basically like a Mortis combined with He Who Remains into one character, and a Mortis at this point, he wasn't evil per se. He was just kind of, he had done everything. He was at the end of time. He was what? He was bored. He was just kind of over it all. Yeah. So I I, well, I, I I did find him menacing, but the line, one of the lines of the night was the thing he said where he was like, if you think I'm evil, wait till you meet some of my variants. So yeah, I, think that's that's I think I that's think the, he
2: was ever meant to be menacing. I think he was just supposed exactly. to set up that. And and I think of it like this, Kang light. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the light version of a. Uh, not gang. saying not, he was a good guy. <laughs> not light as in darkness and light. I'm saying like L I T. Now with yeah, lightweight, but One... yeah. Go ahead, Ian. Finish, Go ahead. finish well, your thought. I was just going to say he, he he was menacing in the fact that he was mysterious. They yes. had no fucking idea who this guy was, and he is talking some crazy shit right now. Right. But the craziest part is everything he's saying is true.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, he was one hundred percent not lying. And, Loki's and right; think, he was not yeah,
2: lying about and, and it, and that's what he's saying. And she's just like, "He's a liar." And Loki says, "No, I'm a liar, and
0: I'm telling you."
2: Which this leads man me is not
0: lying. Which leads me into what I was going to say: the fact I he absolutely was not lying, and he's done this exact thing that this episode has happened over and over and over and over again. Because what did he say? This episode takes place. Our Loki takes place before that Kang is even born. Like if you look at the linear progression of time, the storyline that we're looking at now takes place before that king was that this this character was even born. So when she when Sylvie kills him and he says I'll see you soon, this character has done this before. That's why all these things have already happened. He's seen it all. He's experienced it all. And when it comes around again, back when he's born in the thirty first century, he's going to discover it again. There's going to be a multiversal war. He's going to create the TVA. Loki and Sylvie are going to show up. It's a loop. It's a loop, but I yeah, think everything and, and, about this is a loop. And I yeah, think that I he's, agree. I, I really think that they're leaning into this idea of a loop because Loki in Norse mythology, his entire, his entire being is a loop. Everything about him, everything within the TVA, you know, Moby Mobius even said, this is how it has to happen. And it happens over and over and over again. And, and he who remains sees this in a way that nobody else does. Everybody else is seeing it. I heard it described the best way that, Somebody that looks at it the way that we do, we see time as a film strip. We watch yeah. beginning, middle, and end. And uh, there's a, a there was a, a philosopher that they actually had a little quote from at the beginning of the movie during or the beginning of the episode, and he was quoted saying that we view time as a snake coming past a gate, and we see the head of the snake, and we think that by the time we see the snake the the tail, we think that the head of the snake created the tail, saying that our past creates our present mm-hmm. and future. But for somebody that is outside of time, they don't see it that way. They see the whole thing. So like where we would see a film strip, they would see the entire reel of film. And so he is seeing this from a completely well, different perspective. Well, and there was that
1: circle that surrounded his, uh,
0: his little avatar his citadel, on the desk. The, no, oh, you're the,
1: talking the about citadel the actual... was surrounded by a, like a giant circle of light, which was the time was stream. the timeline, it, yeah. timeline it was a circle it was a circle
0: it's a circle
2: circle. (laughs) well Like i I remember at one point he even says like all right i'm gonna be 100 honest with you uh i knew everything that was gonna happen until right now now i have no idea what's happening yeah i don't know what's gonna happen and he seems so excited about it and And scared at the same time yeah he was excited
0: and nervous like he he, yeah when he picks up the thing and he drops it on the desk and
2: then when loki and Sylvie start sword fighting he's just over there just like (laughs) <laughs> it's like staring and like fanboying almost. Like, yeah, because you got to think this is the first happen? time in
0: first time in millions of years that he doesn't as, know what's as, happening.
2: That is, he's witnessed something and he has no idea what's going on. So, but you know what? It kind of reminded me of like, and and here's the thing: like, you know, Mobius had that that was that tent pad, a tent pad. Yeah, he had that, and when Loki was like when he first met Loki and Loki was coming at him, he would just you know hit the little boop and he would you know fast forward, fast rewind, forward rewind
0: back to where it was yeah
2: kang kang was doing that from his wrist not even touching the thing right you notice that like was she, oh, every yeah. time she went to stab him he just he appeared he did the else. exact same thing yeah he did the exact same thing but he he never had to touch the thing on his wrist yeah
0: and yeah, then I when he takes that. it
2: off he just takes it off and throws it down it was just like nope, there you go yep i'm like man that pissed me off so much because like I get that Sylvie's not supposed to be like this brain surgeon by any means, but she seems smarter than that. So I don't understand like why she would not listen. And when Loki's it's, like it's rage at listen, that point,
0: listen to me very carefully. Yeah, I think
1: she was driven by her revenge. Yeah, she it was revenge. Also so long if, to get to that point.
0: Also, if you remember that uh you know, he who remains sowed that little seed of doubt, like, oh, you're really gonna trust him. Do you really trust him? Do you think he's being honest with you? And uh, also yeah. in the last episode, she talked about, you know, how am I going to know that you're not going to just the, the second that the throne presents itself to you, how do I know you're not going to, you know, abandon me and go to that. And then that seems in her, in her point of view, what's happening because, you know, Immortus or Kang or yeah, whatever you I, want to call him. But them, I feel like of she accepted the
2: fact that he's not going for the crown for the throne though. I think, I feel like she accepted when he's like, I swear, I don't care about that. I'm just more, I'm just more concerned about you and then they share that that kiss and then she's just and then you're thinking like oh okay she believes in him this is what we've been waiting for we knew this was going to happen and then she just throws him back to the TV and stabs he who remained anyway why would Trent, you do that
0: Trent reiterate what you just said cuz i think you you hit the nail on the head of why she did that anyway
2: why she did what the kiss why
0: why she went ahead and killed him anyway even though logically what what is being said is is accurate he he should have been allowed to live I bit. think
1: she just was so driven by her revenge and her rage. And she had yeah, still, been on the run for so gotta, long yeah. to get to and, this and point. I,
2: and I get that. And and if you notice, like when, when Loki went to the TVA to begin with everything that he had ever said, there was a stack like mm-hmm. that. Right. Well, if you notice when she went, she had a very little one.
0: Right. Well, she was a little kid. She wasn't an adult.
2: No. Wasn't, wasn't it later? Wasn't it later, like when she shows back up later?
1: I think it was during her flashback. When she yeah, first I think it was only captured. during her
0: flashback where they were showing her going through everything that Loki did when she was a kid. Because you got to think if if Sylvie is older than Loki, because she even said, you know, I was born before before you ever existed. Um, so if she's older than Loki, you got to think Loki's around a thousand years old at this point. Yeah. So how old is she? She could be two, three thousand years old. Possibly she she could be double his age and she's been running from the TVA since she was a child so you're looking at a couple a couple at least a thousand years of of building up this this vengeance and this righteous vengeance that she feels she's earned and that her whole point of existing is taking down the TVA at this point so while i agree with you that you know it was the stupid thing to do of course we have the we have the ability well, of being outside looking in that it is the dumb thing to do Because now you're unleashing Kang on the universe. I understand what
2: you're saying, that you can be blinded by revenge. But at the same time, Loki wanted the same thing. He wanted his revenge. He wanted to take the throne. He wanted to burn down anything standing in his way. And even he was smart enough to realize, like, something's wrong here. Something is very wrong here. And we can't do this. We have to just... I don't know what we're going to do. But all I'm saying is let's just think about it for a second.
1: Well, going back to how well written not only this episode, but the whole series has been the line that perfectly encapsulates the Loki's relationship was perfectly put by Loki. You can't trust and I can't be trusted. And I feel Uh, like that just in a sentence sums up their relationship and why they were never they were always doomed to never work out, at least in this story. I know their story is going to go on, but.
0: Yeah, it'll definitely go on. I, I'm glad that... I know a lot of people had thought that Sylvie might not make it to the end of the series or the season. I'm really glad she did, because like I said last week, I'm really enjoying her character. I really yeah. like the actress. I'm I'm just enjoying everything about her. I was really frustrated when she went ahead and killed him, but I knew she was going to because, again, being on the outside looking in, we know that Kang is coming. And this character, as awesome as he was, wasn't Kang, uh, wasn't yeah, Kang I, the Conqueror. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I... Um, I, I absolutely, you know, I'm going to gush about this episode. I really love this entire episode. I love the stuff that it set up. I thought that Ravona, all of her things where she left saying that. And I thought that her line that she had was so brilliant where she said free will. Only one person has free will, the person in charge. And he asked where she's going. She says, I'm going to find free will, which means she's going to look for who's in charge, which sets her up to end up with Kang. We know that's mm-hmm. her character from the comics.
1: And he's already sending her some files that she needs to see. So he's already got his eye out on her.
0: Yeah, which I thought was interesting. That was another thing that was brought up. Do you think that Kang the Conqueror survived the timeline by hiding out in the Quantum Realm since we've already seen his city there? Do you think he's always been around and that He Who Remains didn't prune that timeline?
1: Uh, Possible.
0: Because Miss Minutes said he wants you to see this. And I can't imagine that it would have been He Who Remains that wants Ravona to go mess around with the timeline
1: right yeah miss minutes miss
0: minutes was was sus through this whole series
1: yeah she
2: was
0: definitely something about that voice coming out of that creepy little character hey don't um, you make fun of tara strong no, no no no. tara strong's amazing she was great something... in all of it go ahead Trent. um
1: i was just thinking um i already off my train of thought something fun that i that crossed my mind that i know they're not going to do but it would be kind of neat in a way um so they've already established that there are all these variants of kang out there and all of them are or most all of them are evil and want to conquer and this and that i thought it'd be cool if like each each movie in the in phase four had to deal with some variant of kang as its villain i feel like that would probably get a little tired and repetitive but i think it would be kind of cool and it would be a way to sort of build him up as like the kang to conquer for the avengers level type stuff like because kang obviously comes in many different forms and versions Um, so I just thought that would be kind of a neat way to pepper him in throughout. It was just, just make Kang a villain every time now, just make it a different King. Like we've already seen this one in Loki. You could do like, uh, you know, Rama tut or whatever the mm-hmm. Pharaoh character was as one of them. I don't know. There's probably not that many versions in the comics. No, to, there, to
0: there really are. Cause there was the whole council of Kangs in the comics. And also, uh, in the comic books, every time that Kang travels back in time, every time that he time travels, he creates a variant of himself.
1: And they're all unleashed now. I mean, yeah, and so they're all thought, they're
0: all unleashed now. And yeah. I actually had thought that as well. Is a, It would be really neat if Jonathan Majors, who's an amazing actor, or, was yeah, able to play make a different, different version of Kang yeah. every time. That would be so much fun. Could you imagine we getting already, that job as an actor?
1: And we already know he's in Ant-Man. We don't know if he's going to be the main villain in Ant-Man. But I just thought, well, if he's in Ant-Man, would it be cool if he kind of just showed up in all the movies as like a different version of Kang and whether he's the main villain or maybe he's like behind the scenes a little bit. If we, that, got, go.
0: we, if we do that, we've got a possibility for Iron Lad and uh, Young Avengers.
1: Uh, Young Avengers sure. is coming. So, yeah, that makes sense, too. That tracks.
0: So I think that there's a real possibility for what you're talking about there.
1: I have um, a question, though, before. Sorry, I, no, no. I'll forget if I don't ask. No, go, go, So go, go, go. I want to hear I want to get your guys's interpretations of the ending, because I've read a few articles so far on, you know, the ending explained and this and that. And, and most of the time, that's just bullcrap. Uh, but this time, I actually was kind of confused because the show ends with Loki going back to the TVA. Uh, but obviously, they don't know who he is. They don't recognize him. The statue of Kang is there now. So, how are we supposed to interpret this? I, are, I've heard theories that there is this is just a TVA in another timeline, but I'm like, but the TVA is supposed to exist outside of time. So, I have, he, I have a thought. Did he go back and Kang has already. Conquered it, and it's been many, many years. But that wouldn't make sense. They would still recognize Loki. So I don't. I don't know. I want to. I, your... I
0: have a thought that that's exactly what happened. I don't think this is an alternate timeline. I think that when Sylvie pushed him back through time, and then killed killed he who remains, killing he who remains keeps the the TVA from running the way that it was. And I right. think that that the the splitting of the of the timeline changed the past, so that by the time that Loki lands in the past that's a completely different past. That's a completely different TVA. So you're
1: not saying it's a different TVA from a different multiverse. No, I think it's
0: it's the same TVA. These are the same characters, but they've never met Loki because Loki wasn't ever a problem being a variant. That Mobius didn't ever have an interaction with Loki. And uh, also another theory that I saw, which I, I subscribe to because I think it's a good idea, is that the reason there were so many Loki variants is because the reason why they were always pruning the Loki variants and that was such a big deal to the, to the timeline is so because, they could because they could actually, they Loki could be the one that would actually make it to the end of time and, and ruin the entire thing.
1: That's a good so theory. Cause he that, wanted to meet Loki. He wanted that to happen. So maybe that's why he wanted them to keep going to the void. So right. they would have a bigger chance of getting to the end possibly.
2: Right.
0: So yeah, yeah that's, that's my, my thought on it. And I, Again, I'm just if if we keep talking about it, I'm just going to keep gushing. And I know people that listen to this show get tired of me talking about how amazing Marvel is, but I'm sorry, I've loved everything they've done. They, I just they haven't done anything to make me mad yet.
1: Go listen to podcasts that talk about crappy stuff if you don't like it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I just I, I love it. I'm I'm so happy with with everything that's going on right now on the Disney Plus shows. I'm so happy with everything they're doing with Loki as a character. I love that we're getting more and more of them. I think Tom Hiddleston's great. Go ahead, Trent.
1: I've got one to lob to Ian now. Since you answered that question, I've got one for Ian now. I'll catch it. You can both weigh in, but I'm throwing to Ian first. I'm taking over this hosting game, Derek. Get out out of here. I'm sorry. Stuff's just popping in my head. I just want to. I want to get your all. Ball's still
2: in the air. I'd like to catch it anytime. (laughs) Are
1: you surprised, or I guess I should say, what are your feelings that? that the show ended this way and that it actually did set up and have a bunch of ramifications for the future movies, because I've read a lot of stuff going into this episode. Oh, they'll never set up, you know, they'll never introduce Kang. They'll never set up all this. It's, they don't want to, they don't want to require you to watch all the Disney plus shows to understand the movies. And then it's like, no, they gave you Kang. They gave you the multiverse of madness. Like it's happening in Loki. You like, so are you surprised that they went this, um, deep into it? I guess. And didn't I'm, save it for the movies, I guess.
2: No, because I, I feel like uh, I feel like I've been saying this from from well, at least for the past few weeks that I I definitely think that that Kang is coming one way or another, right. and I, I said I thought it was in this episode, and and you and I agreed, and that's when Derek brought in the "what if it's a Loki variant" conversation. I've been saying one way or another, like we know he's coming, and I'm I'm hoping that they use him in this to set him up for everything else, which is exactly what they did. And I don't, but but I don't know if they're setting him up for a season two of Loki, which they gotta be right. Because, why would season one have this cliffhanger of an ending? They set him up for the movies, and then we have a completely different story going into Loki season two. No, something's tying in somewhere together, and that that has got me chomping at the bit for more. Um, I think that I've always I've always wanted to see more Marvel movies. I, I love the MCU, but this has definitely got me to the point where, and and I'm not trying to shit on Ant Man and Ant Man and Wasp. I'm not trying to shit on any Aww. of those movies. I'm, I'm not, but let's be honest. Were you like, oh, there's an Ant-Man and watch? Wasp- oh, I can't wait. To-. No, nobody. I don't think anybody was that excited about it. And now I feel like people. No, I don't think you were oh, that I like excited. This. I like the no, Ant-Man I, I, I didn't I did not say like <laughs> I said excited. I said you weren't jumping up and down like, oh, I just got to go see these. Are you going to tell me that you were more excited then than you are now? If you do, I'm going to call you a liar. I don't believe you. <laughs> I feel I'm a, like you're I get what you're saying. Yes, you, go ahead. I feel like you're more excited now because this is going somewhere, and this is going somewhere new, and this is going somewhere exciting and a little bit terrifying I'll, because we don't know what's gonna happen. To, we know this powerful character is coming. I'll put it this way to,
0: to actually hang on just a second, Trent. To actually answer your question since Ian didn't I'm not surprised. how did I not
2: answer? I said, No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. I'm not surprised that they, they introduced it because Kevin Feige said before they start when they announced these shows. He said, this is not the same thing that Marvel TV has been doing. If you want to know what's going on, if you want to know what's going on in Marvel phase four, you have to watch the shows. You have to be caught up. If you don't watch them, you're going to be lost. I was going to
1: say that same thing.
0: Yeah. So I'm not surprised at all. I was glad that they did it because I feel like with with Falcon and Winter Soldier, as much as I loved it. And I know this is unpopular, (laughs) but Falcon and Winter Soldier was actually my favorite series out of the three so far.
1: Ooh, if you actually ask you guys just, that later too.
0: If you were to take the Falcon and Winter Soldier s- series and not watch it, you've missed out on nothing but character interaction. Characters. Are well, I was going to
1: say that and the same with WandaVision because that was where a lot of the comments I was alluded to earlier. The only thing
0: that you missed out on on WandaVision is the fact that Vision's back with White Vision
1: that's what i'm saying so the fact that they they did that with the first two shows i feel like led some people not necessarily us but some people to believe oh these are good shows they flesh out the characters but they're not necessity necessity necessary to watch because you could watch the next movie and be like oh well falcon already had the shield so he's just captain america now oh wanda was grieving over vision she's magic she's with dr Sh-. you know what i'm saying like right but this is different in the fact that yeah, I'm sure they'll still have plenty at the beginning of whether it's Spider-Man or Multiverse of Madness, whichever one they dive into it with. I'm sure they'll still set it up to where you won't be totally lost. But this is a movie to where if you're really going to fully understand and appreciate everything, you'd, you'd had to watch it. And with the Kang thing coming up now on the horizon, you know, it just sets all that up. Whereas the first two shows, they set up stuff, but not to this importance, I guess.
0: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. One hundred percent. I think that uh, I'm really excited that they're doing this. This is what I wanted them to do to begin with when they yeah. uh, when they announced Agents of Shield. You know, yeah. I wanted all the shows to Agents be connected. I wanted the Netflix shows to be connected. And I understand all the behind the scenes stuff and why that didn't happen. But I I like a cohesive universe. And even though I don't have all the time in the world to do this, I'll make time to watch this Marvel content because I love it. It's it's always fun. Even Agents of Shield, which I know a lot of people, Trent and I liked it, but you know, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And so I'm very excited that they're they're not shying away from the idea that we're going to put money into these shows, we're going to put production value into these shows so they're as good as the movies. You know, you can tell that there's a little bit difference with the TV budget versus you know, watching the, the fight. I don't know, man. Loki. Loki
1: was like a movie. I don't right. know. Anything. Watching very,
0: watching some very, of the production and value of film. Loki versus watching just having watched Black Widow, there's a there's a difference there. The you can scenes, see that Black yeah. Widow had some more in the action and some more in the special effects. Not that Loki looked bad, but they they've stayed consistent, and I'm really enjoying that. And Loki as a whole has been excellent. I uh, I don't think there were any filler episodes in this in this season. I know a lot of people didn't like a couple of the episodes. I, you know, to to go ahead and get into the the season recap overall, I couldn't have been happier with this show because, like Ian said earlier, Loki was never one of my favorite characters in the comics. I liked Loki because I'm an Avengers guy and Loki's important to the Avengers and Loki was fun in video games, but not until Tom Hiddleston showed up in Thor did I ever care about Loki. And every time that he's portrayed this character, I've enjoyed him more and more and more. And so I I, I absolutely love this. I love the introduction of the new characters. I cannot wait to see more from Jonathan Majors. Can't wait to see more from Gugu and Bathara. Can't wait to see more from Owen Wilson. I cannot wait for everything that they're gonna, that they're putting into this. So uh, Ian moving on to our, our thoughts overall on the series what do you think about the series where does it fit I would say for me it's tied with WandaVision I, so Falcon and Winter Soldier is a a a just a hair above and then Falcon or then WandaVision and Loki are tied for second for me so Ian what did you think of the season overall and where would you put it you know ranking these first 3 shows that we've gotten from from Disney plus
2: to me, man, and and not to say that the other two shows are bad. If you've been listening to us in the beginning, you know I don't I don't mind the the other two shows. I I thought uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was a little bit better than Wanda Vision because it kind of started off slow. Uh, I didn't mind the campiness to that show because I I like that old style, but I could see where other people thought it was like, oh, it's it's too slow. It's not explaining anything. It's confusing. So I get that. But Loki, to me is light years ahead of both of these shows put together
0: all right everybody sorry about that uh when you're listening to this it should just be a quick little glitch we had a uh an issue on the technical side here and we lost a little bit so if you we're going to go back to what ian was saying if there's any overlap i apologize for it you just get to hear ian you know Explain himself Ram twice. Drone on. So Ian, you were talking about how this is actually your favorite. Uh, this has been your favorite show overall. You were saying that it was light years ahead. Light years and it was the ahead best of the thing.
2: other two. If if you put those other two shows together, I don't think that they could hold a candle to this show. That's my opinion. And this, if you, if I'm ranking this above on, on any level, I'm talking movies and shows. This is at the very top for me, movies included. I would definitely put this up there. This is my favorite thing they've done. The acting has been superb. The storyline has been great. There have been slower moments, but I still thought they were good. I know a lot of people have been complaining about, like I think it was that third or fourth episode where they're on that planet. and Oh, it's so boring. It wasn't boring to me. There was a story being told. I was paying attention to it. I loved it. You need to chill the hell out. So... (laughs) Yeah, that's me personally. It's it's the best thing I've I've seen from Marvel, and I can't wait for more. I I am excited about these other movies we've been talking about, but I think I'm I'm more excited about Lucky season two. Well, that's high praise.
0: <laughs> it, it is. Who was that? Was that supposed to be me? No, it was Nick Cage. Don't you remember from uh, Saturday Night Live, Andy Sandberg's Nick Cage impress- impression? Oh,
2: I got you in the cage. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, Trent, how about you, man? Where would you rank this among the uh, the other Disney Plus shows, and and what did you think of the season overall?
1: Loved it. Loved it. Um, I don't know. I feel like – I'm trying to think. Did we rate the uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier? I don't care. Either way, I'm going to give this an 8.5 to 9, somewhere in that rating out of 10. And, yes, I would put it uh, Loki, WandaVision, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's how they stack up. Trim, would you
2: prefer I gave it an actual rating, like you just did? Like
1: that's up to you guys. I like I like some ratings. Go ahead. I'm gonna give
2: it. I'm gonna give it a nine point six. Really?
0: I thought you were gonna give it a ten. A ten. Well,
2: nothing (laughs) is perfect.
0: That's fair. I'll uh, I'll I'll I'll, I didn't give a number rating either. I'll I'll throw it in there, and then we'll go back to Trent if he's got more to say about it. I'll say that uh, before this last episode, I would have given it about an eight point five. But Jonathan Major's performance alone bumped this up to a 9.5 for me. I loved, I absolutely loved him in this episode.
1: Well, wait a minute. Then what do you rate the other two shows if it's behind those two? Are they tens?
0: No, I would say Falcon and the Winter Soldier because it was the first, it was the first thing that felt like a Marvel property because as much as I love WandaVision, it was different. It was new. Falcon and the Winter Soldier from that very first episode had me hooked. And I would say it was probably about a, it would be about a 9.8.
1: And all then right, WandaVision,
0: right. and, WandaVision and Loki right around, hovering around that 9.5 area. So like I said, it was real close. And again, I love Marvel. I'm going to love everything yep. they do. If I, like I had to fight myself today just to, as a glimpse into my life. I don't collect every toy. Like I collect toys. I collect Marvel Legends, but I collect Iron Man Marvel Legends and a couple of random things here and there. I used to collect a bunch of them, but I don't try and, I'm not a completionist in any way, shape or form. Um, I was at Walmart this afternoon after i got off work and they had some of the shang chi marvel legends there and they had wen Wu, which is the mandarin and i carried that thing around with me for a good 15 (laughs) 20 minutes before i finally put it back i don't need it just because i'm excited about marvel i love marvel i'm really really enjoying it i did however buy that white vision from the uh, disney plus line and it is immaculate so it's
1: clean af
0: yes it is it's amazing so anyway Um, uh, go ahead trent continue continue your thoughts
1: i i was pretty much done and i'm i'm with you i love them all and just because i rank them doesn't mean that i dislike any of them just because you know they're all great i just i agree with you and i thought loki was just the biggest and just most like impactful show of the three in terms of and what 100%. it's leading to it was the most cinematic i felt like and you know it just it was just awesome it, it we we go back to that I said it on an episode or two ago about how we just get to speculate and, and throw all these theories out there, which I love. We, we got that with WandaVision. Um, and I'm, I love being able to do that each week. So it just, it hit all the marks, but again, I love the other two shows. I love everything they've put out on Disney plus looking forward to what if, uh, slightly related Tom Hiddleston made a remark the other day about how it actually sets up stuff in the future. What if of all things so important for the future of the MCU, apparently. Oh, I have a feeling uh, so, yeah. of what
0: if is probably coming about because of what happened at the end of this show.
1: Probably. Yeah, I'm sure it connects in pretty directly. Um, and then even the shows later that, you know, Hawkeye and Ms. Marvel. And I'll be honest, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm the most excited for those shows. But Black Widow has already made me more excited for Hawkeye. If you've seen Black Widow and listened to that episode, you know why. And I'm just—I'm not going to doubt Marvel anymore. Loki was probably of the initial three. Loki was the one I was looking forward to the least, and it ended up being the one I loved the most. And Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I looked forward to the most, I just ranked at number three. Doesn't mean I disliked it, but I ranked it three. So I'm not going to doubt Marvel. Miss Marvel could come out. Why'd you hate it? Why'd blow you hate my it, pants then? off.
0: I have a feeling Miss Marvel is going to come out—come out swinging, because that is a—that is not an a fan of the character, popular character. Well, I'm not yeah, a huge fan of the character on- either
1: good honor but i'm not a huge fan but i'm gonna watch the show and it's gonna have me hooked every week just like they have so far
0: yeah i'm excited have to have about that. especially because after i finally finished the main campaign on the avengers game and miss marvel's like the main character of that game, and i i enjoyed the character in that so i think that they if they've got a good writer for the character they're gonna do uh, they're gonna they're gonna pull that off and and going off of what you said i i'm so excited for these shows coming up I, I actually am really excited about Hawkeye. We're getting a couple of great characters in Hawkeye, and uh, again with what was set up at the end of Black Widow, I'm I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. So I I can't wait. I'm so I feel so bad for for anything else that we we cover on this show because might
1: as well just be an MCU podcast. At this it point. it
0: might as well, but at the same time, you know, there are so many things that we have have to discuss. We really have just a just a wealth of of entertainment coming our way and i i'm here for it i'm so excited for it i don't care if i don't get enough sleep like i said i fell asleep probably around one o'clock on thursday morning and then woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 4 a.m and watched watched loki and uh not on purpose i didn't set my alarm i was just jazzed for loki so i i like christmas morning for you it was like christmas morning so i i can't wait so uh, Ian, any final thoughts on on Loki any final thoughts on uh, on upcoming shows here before we get to our to our followers and get out of this episode?
2: No, I think I'm pretty sure i' I've, I've, I've explained all of my excitement and and what I'm looking forward to and and everything pretty well. Um, Trinity, you cry. I'm he's crying so because it's over. over. It does kind of but did you see that, Derek? It did, did look like he had some tears coming right down through here. Um all right, let me do that again. I, I feel like I've <laughs> uh I feel like I've already um kind of explained everything and my excitement and where my head's at and what I'm looking forward to. So yeah that's that's my final thought my final thought is give me more loki give me more kang um i I think i think this is this is going great it's uh it's trending upward not that it was ever trending downward but it's just gonna keep rising rising (laughs) rising take away my money (laughs) take take away my money ironically Owen Wilson. That's right.
0: <laughs> that's an iSpy reference for anybody that doesn't know that movie. If you've not Very seen I Spy, movie, go Very see iSpy Spy. For God's sake, it's excellent. Don't check out the reviews, just watch it and like it. Yeah. Like a leafy bug. <laughs> all right. So me? with all that down, that before that we cool. <laughs> before we go into more and more random, <laughs> random late 90s, early 2000s references, Trent. That's scary. <laughs> that, that's what people see when they're fighting me.
2: That's, what people Ooh, see? that's scary. Good <laughs> okay, reps. They say but
0: no. All right, Trent, you got our uh, your our new followers this week, buddy. I do. Strap
1: in. Here we go. New right. followers. We have Audrey, unscripted scripts show. Citizen Kane versus. I'm gonna butcher this name. Weendra True Story Mystery. I'm gonna assume it has something to do with True Story Mysteries. <laughs> Thank you for following us.
2: What is happening back there?
1: He's using the force to, to hold
2: back spirits. <laughs> <in life. laughs> <Read this.
0: laughs> Should I wait? What is this, like fog coming? From I, tried un- I tried to, I tried to, or I tried to mute it because somebody just <laughs> opened the door to the garage while we're still recording. Hang on, you guys go ahead and keep talking, Trent. I apologize to all of our. <laughs>
1: okay, where was I? Uh, spaceships, the East Coast Avengers podcast, Fellowship of Geeks podcast. The Weekly Pulls, The Wednesday Pull List, Correlation Sensation, Legends of the Dork Knight,
2: Cast Me to Hell,
1: Sounds Creepy Podcast, Witchery, The Horror Project Podcast, You Gotta See This Podcast, I Finally Watched, dot, 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 podcast, Christian Anderson, Movie Drone Podcast, Twist My Arm Podcast, The Bro Force Squad, and Superhero Speak.
0: Thank, Thank you, you so much for following us. I apologize for all of you that were, were interrupted during that shout out by me yelling at my wife because I thought she was one of my <laughs> kids randomly opening the door. I love my wife and Killing I don't scream wife. at her. Get, like, Get back in <laughs> now! Get I thought it was one of my yourself. kids. My kids are very young. And if I don't you say, apologize. Stop right you didn't now. want people
1: to think you yelled at your wife, but it was because you thought it was your children. <laughs>
0: That's cuz anybody it's that's okay. got small, small children know. Small,
2: small anybody children. that's
0: got small children know that if they're coming into a, a room they're not supposed to be in. You can't just be like, "Hey, hey, hey bud." You hey, are, you, you son of that that Oh, door? hey, honey. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, I am not cutting that out. Anybody I that said uh, get... Oh, hey, babe. I, I apologize for shouting in the middle of uh in the middle of our shoutouts. Thank you so are much you to about, everybody. I say your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for following us everybody we're uh, we're getting we're getting close there to 300 aren't we trent we're 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 going pretty near pertinier. Near. so we appreciate everybody that's following us if you're not following us on social media please check us out on facebook twitter and instagram there will be links to all of those in the description for this episode again like i said earlier if you've got any thoughts on loki if you got any thoughts on the disney plus show even anything from anything we've talked about for the last few months shoot us an email at paperweightent at yahoo.com and we will be happy to reply to you. And uh, if it's a comment that is suitable and safe for the show, we'll, we'll read it out on the show. And uh, for everything else, we've got some exciting things coming next week. We're going to be catching up on The Bad Batch, so make sure that you tune in there. We're going to have some, uh, some more movie reviews coming up in the next couple of weeks now that movies are coming back in full force. We're really excited about that. So just keep listening. We're going to keep pumping out the content. And as always, for Trent and Ian, I have been Derek, and this has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. See you next time.